Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Parties Podcast. In this episode, I'm reunited with my good friend, Javeria Malik. In this podcast, we talk about relationships, healing, mindset, energy, and much more. Javeria is a mindset, confidence, and relationship coach that helps people to achieve their goals and live better lives. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win Go along and tell a friend Marathon, you know the game Keep on running, never end Getting better, make a man Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it Positivity, 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 Tune in uh, it's good to reunite and have you back on the podcast today. How are you doing? Sorry, I didn't get you. I said, oh, did you know him? I said, um, it's because the mic's here. Um, yeah, it's good to have you back on the podcast today and um, to reunite, re- reunite with you again. Yeah, okay. So you want me to introduce myself again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's cool. It's okay, great. So I'm Javeria Malik and I am mindset and relationship coach. I help my clients and take them on a healing journey, especially after the breakup. Mm. Yeah, no, I think, I, think it's, I think it's really great work what you do. And I think it's, it's really key that people are able to, you know, work on themselves and to, you know, heal themselves through that process, you know, through, you know, relationships and, you know, after if they, if they break up as well. Usually people don't take the broken heart so seriously. They say that, okay, if somebody has a broken heart, if somebody's going through the trauma, hey, come on, it's been one month, it's been 10 days, now it's time to move on. But the person feeling that heartbreak, I believe that it's not a physical pain, Mm -hmm. but that feeling in your ribs, the strength which you lose in your ribs, it's like, you know, uncontrollable and it really hurts. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think like you said, yeah, it it does it does kind of manifest itself as like a physical pain, and it isn't the nicest thing in the world. It's probably one of the most difficult things that I've personally experienced, and I think as you said, you're it's probably how you deal with that 
And um, but what, what would you say is a good way of kind of dealing with that and kind of healing, would you say? For me, like if I, I talk about my experience, that how I healed was mm. I, I never went alone anywhere, though I'm living alone in indep- independently in Dubai. But then it was like, how do I go alone? I was in long distance relationship. Yeah. But then you need to have you need to take that step that, OK, this person is now not with you. Of course, you're going to cry. You're going to message them. You're going to see the text again and again, over again. OK, maybe, you know he might or she might reply to you back. You just need to take this step and go out. I know you won't feel like going out. Hmm. And when I take my clients on a healing journey, I first ask them that you need to start with with being grateful. So they are like, I mean, how can I be grateful? That person broke my heart and you're saying to be a grateful because you need to find that experience you need to find something good in that heartbreak if i talk about my heartbreak now of course i do miss that person but that doesn't mean i want to go back to him Uh that pain has made me so strong that i know that nobody can break my heart now and one of the interesting thing i when i take my clients on uh, this healing journey i tell them that you have to Forgive that person. And what if I tell you that it's your mistake? It's not their mistake. I know one of my clients from Pakistan, he said that, how can you say that it's my mistake? It's not theirs mistake. Because we are not setting boundaries. We are allowing ourselves and we are giving them the chance to treat as they want to treat us. We are 24 hours available for them. And they're gonna come treat us as a doormat and we'll still, they're gonna just say sorry. And they know that this person is never gonna leave me. So they will treat you as they wanted you knowing that this person is never gonna leave us. So here I say that, you know, the mistake is our, we need to set boundaries. We need to set priorities. We need to have our self-worth, our values. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think that's a really good points. And the fact that in relationships, it's that duality and that balance. And as you said, you know, not being a doormat or treated a certain way and having those boundaries in place. And I think like, it's what you give out, you expect. But in my mind, if I'm in a relationship, it's like if I'm, you know what I give out I like to think you know that people are going to give that back it's that balance and I think a lot of the time we can get kind of caught in that loop and if we're experiencing certain things you know we can sometimes think that oh it's going to get better it's going to change and then if you're not careful you're caught in that loop going around in circles and nothing's changing and you're just I mean that. I mean, every. I think that's the thing in relationships. Everyone's has. Everyone has a different experience. Don't they? everyone has? Yeah, their because own way. we are. I, I believe that we are in that comfort zone. That's also mm. our comfort zone that we are being clinged to that person. That we just want this person, no matter what we're going through. Yeah, and I think as well. Sometimes, do do you think people probably stay in relationships sometimes because? 
they're worried about not being able to find anyone else and these kind of things that kind of hold, hold them back, you know, especially. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because they are insecure. And why they are insecure is because of the previous things happened to them. Maybe someone in past relationship, maybe in school, maybe in colleges, maybe their parents have said something that, you know what, there is something wrong in you, you're never going to get someone. Or maybe, you know, at growing age, your girlfriend or your boyfriend has said that to you that this thing has stuck in your mind and you you are trying to impress them. I'll say either you try to impress them or just uh, showing more extra care to them that, okay, I'm going to take more care of this person and they won't leave me. Hmm. But the other person yeah. has to accept for who you are. They need to, because relationship is a two-way street. You can't pour from an empty cup over and over again. Hmm. That's a really good point. And I think, as you said, it's a two-way street and people sometimes, like you said, they, they, ex- they don't accept that person for who they are. And I mean, I, I've definitely been there and you have to accept that person for who they are. And if they're, you know, going to change that's got to, you know, ultimately come from them, hasn't it? You can't force someone to change or expect someone to be a certain way or to be probably how you are, as a, you know, how, how you are as a person because everyone's different. Yeah, and I think, as you said, it's key. You know, I have talked to a lot of people with this relationship issue. And in most cases, the relationship is a one-way street in terms for them. Either at one side, the girl is doing more Either on the other side, the guy is doing more. It's not that because the other person knows, as I said before, that the other person knows no matter what we're going to do to them, they won't leave. Now, here we need to set up priorities that even in relationship, if I tell you about my experience, I was being disrespect. I was just putting, putting and putting all over again and giving them, you know, three times a chance. But all I was getting was disrespect. But still, I was being very kind in texting that person. Of course, that person knew that this girl is never going to leave me. And I had a fear that I can't live alone. And nobody is going to marry me, marry me due to certain, certain condition. So that was the insecurity which I had. And that insecurity grew because I people from my relatives or from my school said something which I just kept that in my mind and I believe that and that was my belief now recently I changed my beliefs hmm. yeah I, I agree and I think like you said that, that that can happen sometimes can't it where people have certain beliefs and they carry those beliefs sometimes into the relationship and then it kind of multiplies and grows and we're not aware of that at the time. And I think a lot of the time as well, you know, I, I, I think sometimes you, you, you can only give a person so many chances sometimes. I mean, I, I've, I've met people and spoken to people where their partner has, you know, cheated on them or done something really bad. And it's gone one way to the other where, it's made the relationship stronger and they've learned things about themselves and each other and they've ended up getting back together and things like that. So, I mean, there's, I think there are, 
it's crazy how it can work out sometimes. I'm not, I'm not saying that should happen for, that shouldn't have to happen for something that, you know, to, to get a relationship shot. Point, yeah. You know, I was there. I was hoping that the thing's going to get work. I started reading about law of attraction that how to get your ex back in three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing everything. But then, you know, I started to knowing myself. I knew that what my worth is, what I deserve, what my value is that I'm not something who is available for everyone. And then I'm like, mm. no, boom, girl, you have to do something really big. And there is something else, you know, for you in the store. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I really think that's a great way to kind of see it because I think everything's for a reason, isn't it? And it's all that experience that builds on you as a person. And there's always something else that that's you know of a higher good for you and it, i think you've got to be you've got to notice those patterns haven't you you've got to you've got to put in that work and work on yourself a bit to realize what it is that you want because sometimes i mean I, i've been caught up with patterns where I might be talking to certain people and um you know i recognize oh you know that that's you know i don't need to do that anymore because I, I i'm an empath and sometimes I might attract certain people into my life or relationships. And I noticed that pattern, I think, after my last relationship. And everyone has their own thing going on. But it's, you know, as an empath, it's not your job to kind of be the person who, you know, is trying to but fix the empaths, that. Empaths, what they do is they will treat the other They'll be very humble. I mean, for me. I'm an empath and I can't see someone mm. even yeah. that person is faking in front of me I'll say oh my god <laughs> there's something <laughs> wrong with that person yeah I need to fix that <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah it, it, there's a lot of work and self-awareness that comes into play isn't there I think in relationships and I think it, you've got to be happy at the, at the end of the, uh, of the day haven't you and it, it can be difficult because, as you said, sometimes people have, I mean, you must see in your clients, people have certain relationships that don't work out. And, and sometimes you can take belief systems and things like that from that relationship into, your, you know, your future and think, oh, I'm not good enough or, um, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Do you think? And you know, sometimes you are in a relationship where you know that you're married to that person and you know that this person is toxic for me, but you can't leave the relationship because your parents are for forcing you to stay in that relationship. So that is really challenging. Mm. But what I think is, of course, it depends on your mental strength. I know it's not easy, but then at least you need to keep in mind that you have two choices, either to stay with that person or then you can just choose the other choice. I'm not saying you to leave, but maybe if you haven't talked with each other, try to set that or have a solution. Keep your focus on, you know, that problem solving thing. Or if you think that things aren't working out, then it's okay. There is no harm to get away from that toxic relationship because you have an amazing life ahead. Wish them well, wish yourself well and move on. Mm -hmm. I'll again say that I know it's not easy, it's challenging, but you have to take steps. Yeah, that's, that's a really great point you made as well with both of those things. Like, you know, different cultures and traditions and things like that, there, there are definitely pressures there. Um, as you said, like, 
parents, I mean, you know, parents may be saying, oh, you know, you should stay in that relationship or marry, you know, marriage or whatever it is. And, you know, because that's, that's, that's what they know and that's the way, the way it is. And that can definitely be difficult. And I think, as you said, having that forgive, give forgiveness for that, for that other person as well and wishing them well. Yeah, and absolutely. that was definitely something for me I had to really learn to do and you know not to because because you're carrying that there's no point carrying that kind of weight on your shoulders yeah, sometimes people think that forgiveness is condoning their behavior their bad behavior but forgiveness isn't that you are condoning their bad behavior we agree you just need to leave that to whatever you believe either it's god universe or mm. i do believe in karma it's better to mm. leave because what you have done will come back to you either it's good or bad so you mm. need to release that thing because holding is giving you much more pain can you put the coal in your hand and hold for a long time mm. a hot coal no chance you're just, <laughs> no. You know, you're just gonna throw it but that's the thing which we are doing with the relationship. It's mm. better to, you know, let go. Of course, it will take time. So with the healing, you need to acknowledge that pain. I know that you might lay down in bed all day and cry, but then you need to acknowledge the pain. Mm. So if you won't acknowledge the pain, the first step of healing is that allow yourself to acknowledge that pain. Yeah, that's it. And it's, it's, uh, going into that pain and healing and just taking day by day, isn't it? And I think the universe does definitely, you know, work and, and challenge you. And I think it's that calm, as you mentioned, because I remember like recently, I hadn't seen my ex for like quite a long time. And then I was in a bookstore and before I went into the bookstore, she walked straight past me and I was like, oh. I was like, okay. and then. I ended up being in the bookstore and she, I, I don't know if it's just coincidence or if she was doing something else, but she ended up coming into the bookstore with her friend later on mm-hmm. and said hello. And oh part of me felt like not saying anything and just ignoring her. Then, as I said, like you said, with a hot coal, I was like, you know, I'm going to rise above this. Just say hello back. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Move on. And part of me felt better, um, but it felt strange. If that makes sense, I was like, "I've not done this before." That you know, you know. It, usually, it's yeah, cheers, bye, yeah, you know. But I thought, you know, rise that's above what it. I asked myself that, what if I cross my ex? I don't know what I'm yeah. going to do. So you know, I'm really mm. loving that. What you are telling me, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So fine. so no. then what happened? No, she, she, I, I just said hello and then she said hello and then just, she went that way and I just went, you know, different direction and read a book and that was it. But I mean, other, other ex-girlfriends, you know, it might be a different story, but that, that might not happen, you know, but I think it's, it's a funny one. I mean, I think if you can do that and just say, you know, hi or, it, it, it has to be mutual, as you said, I think, if that makes sense. That other person's got to be willing to say hello or hope you're well, okay. You know, after my breakup, like in COVID, I was in Pakistan. My ex mm. texted me 
I replied with that excitement because I know myself, you know, empathy. Yeah. And then I was like, don't text me because, you know, you're going to text me. I can't be bad. I can't be rude to you because that's me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt you. It's okay if you have hurt me, but I can't be rude to you. So it's better not to text me. Let me move on because when you text me, I can't ignore your message. I have to reply to you because that's in my mind that I can't be rude to that person. So it's mm. better that don't come back and go so that I can easily move on. People say to block your ex. I never blocked my ex. In fact, he blocked me. Now I said that I need to be that mature. I need to challenge myself that it's on you. Go, don't go and stalk that person, how strong you are. I made myself that much strong that he was on my list then. And I never thought, I never, you know, of course it was one day at a time, slowly, slowly. I won't say that all of a sudden I did that. It took time. Hmm. And now he followed me again on my Instagram. He is following me these days. And I'm like, why the hell are you following me? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't even care now. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I think with social media and blocking and not blocking, I mean, I mean, I think it's a very personal thing. I think each person has their own way of dealing with that side of things. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there was some, I mean, there's, there's an ex-girlfriend I had when I was like 18 and, you know, we're on each other's Instagram and things like that. You know, there's, there's just mutuality, you know, uh, there's no negativity or anything. It's, it's, it's like normal. Uh, and yeah, some 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 of us like you know there's there's just block it you know just just no contact whatsoever. Uh, and I think I, you just have to kind of respect how people deal with stuff. You know, if yeah, they want to do that, me, then let them do that. With all my boyfriends, it's like no contacting. Yeah, but one of my uh, ex, I started dating at the age of sixteen, so I'm friends with him. He still supports yeah. me, and we don't have that kind of feelings with each other but then yeah. you know he's a very good friend of mine now that's it i think if you can find like a mutual basis where you're just friends and, it, and it's fine then i think that that's nice if you can come to that resolve absolutely i mean yeah. i think a lot of people nowadays don't do that um that i've spoken to there are people out there who do you know i know people who speak to you know ex-boy ex-girlfriends or boyfriends and their friends but i think a lot of people just literally block don't 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 go there kind of thing and i think for, for me if i break up i have to put that you know there's like i said the boundaries you put those boundaries in place where you have that distance you don't talk to them and you kind of for me i have to do that i think um, it depends about that how much connection you have with that other person the intensity in order to hmm. give yourself more time to be friends with them again yeah do you think that yeah i that's something that I, I, that's the place that I'm at now. You know, I, I'd rather be on mutual basis with them and try and find that common ground. And, you know, sometimes I, I try reaching out to some of the past and they just block you again or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you do what you got to do. I, I've, I've moved forward. I've moved on. You know, if you're mm-hmm. still that way, then fair dues. But I think, relationships in life are like 
you know, we're constantly learning and evolving, aren't we? I think as we go along and I, I, I've spoken to people who, you know, a lot older and they're still figuring it out. And I think, as you said, it's, if you meet the right one, it just kind of must, must click. People always say it clicks, you know, you just know. Um, but you know, sometimes it's really challenging to meet the right one because now after this breakup, it's been one and a half year. Hmm. In this, you know, again, as I told you, I was learning to live alone. But in this year, I met another guy in between this. And uh, he was doing love bombing, everything which I was dreaming of that, okay, that's the perfect guy. So he was, again, the dash hole, I'll say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what he did was he was very manipulative. He was narcissist. What yeah. I was thinking was that he is so nice to me, but then he showed me his colors. I don't consider him my boyfriend now because that was a relationship which just lasted for like three months. And that, but, mm. but you know, that person gave me a lot of mental and emotional trauma mm. because relationship with the narcissist is really, I mean, it's very, very tragic. Yeah, I've, I've definitely experienced that. I've with definitely experienced So of course yeah. you, you know that. Mm. Yeah, I, I was with somebody who was like that for three and a half years. And yeah, you kind of lose the sense of yourself. For me, I couldn't almost like do anything for myself. And yeah, I, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a whole long kind of long story, but there are different so it, things. It wouldn't be about that person. It's only about that person. Yeah. And even when I did sign up to my coaching course, it was like, you know, why are you doing that kind of thing? And yeah, absolutely. I, I can, I can relate that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the time, like I kind of, for the first year it was fine. And then over time I started to kind of notice things, but then I can't, I, I was noticing things, but kind of not really seeing it. I was choosing not to see it. And I was choosing to think, Oh, things are going to change. And we, we'd have conversations and um, things would be okay, you know, after those conversations for a temporary amount of time and then it'd be back to normal and then it would change back to normal. But I, I remember, yeah, one time, you know, having a shower and getting ready and then the person having a go at me because I went and I had a shower for, for however long and I'm not okay because you're not spending time with me and all this and, I was like, yeah, something's not right here. Um, but yeah, I, but, but I think, I, as you said, from those experiences, you learn a lot and you can take that forward to... But what if that narcissist is a life coach? <laughs> then, you know, I was like, oh my God, narcissist and he is a life coach? Yeah. That's... And that was really something which I couldn't digest, that you are playing with other people's life just for the money. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not the, not the right way to go about things, is it? I, I think you know if you're if you're manipulating people and you're using that to do that, yeah, that 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 that's can be confusing, can't it? I mean, you saying that's making me think like what? Yeah, I you can't even believe this took me. I don't know how many months to digest that. I was crying and I was just thinking that what just happened with me, and mm. I couldn't even digest that thing. A narcissist, I mean, the person who is manipulating me saying and belittling me, saying bad things about me is a coach. Mm. Well, 
it's like a corrupt police officer, isn't it? You got a police yeah, officer yeah, exactly. who's meant to be enforcing the law, but Absolutely. he's like. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. At that time, it didn't came into my mind, but that's something really good which you pointed out. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a really funny one, isn't it? But that, the deep down, I think that's it's their own needs, isn't it? And that that kind of negative driving force in them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, f- I think I find it interesting, you know, like people and how you know how, how we think and relationships and. Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I'm really happy for people who, who found someone who they have got it clicked with, I mean, uh, um, kind of fixed with. But I think, you know, arguments happen and things like that. And that that's sometimes happens in relationships or whatever relationship. And that that's kind of normal. But I think it's where that kind of common ground, where you can come back, you know, you can have an argument, you, you know, you learn from it, you, you communicate and you kind of come back to each other and, that's kind of, I think, that that communication side of it. You you must see, you know, talk to your clients about that. You know, communication that I've learned is is so vital and key. Yeah, and absolutely. Not not texting or you know whatever over text because, I mean, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a journey. It's a lesson. Even as a person who is breaking up needs to confront as well. If you're breaking mm. up, then you know the other person is looking for the answers. So it's better if you're going to break up, don't break on text because it's really, really traumatic. Hmm. That's more traumatic than, I guess, being physical hurt. The emotional hurt is really, really, really tragic. So it's better that if you can, if you guys can, you know, confront each other. Yeah. People usually don't confront. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think social media, you know, has a thing with it as well, like in, in, people can misinterpret things um i think if somebody you know like social media has a lot to say would you say in relationships because if if someone likes a certain picture or comments on something um sometimes people get triggered because they're like why are you liking that person's picture um and then you're gonna take them online then on instagram okay it's been so long they're online but they're not replying you and they're replying the other person yeah so social media is playing wonders with our mind (laughs) yeah it's but i think ultimately like you have to trust don't you i think it's that trust and that communication that it's like in a relationship there's a foundations like you know concrete blocks that hold it in place you know that that trust and I think communication are definitely key. And I think if someone can't communicate effectively, and they're you know they're insecure about trust, then it, it makes that wobble. If that makes it for for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the under understanding must be there. Mm. If you you know if you guys have mutual understanding, of course you're going to communicate. Of course, there's going to be loyalty, and there's going to be respect and value. Hmm. what do you do you think um in terms of the online dating and things like that do you think there are certain kind of challenges with that would you say i mean like online dating because people can sometimes pretend to be someone that they're not and i think that's something that i mean with, with covid especially it's not it's it's more in dating it's very difficult for me to I mean, for me, I, I live in like an isolated area and mm-hmm. it's COVID and we're in a lockdown. So, you know, it, it, 
it's kind of changed the dynamics, I think, for dating at the minute and how we how we date, if that makes sense. I mean, would you... Would... I know, I know that, what you're talking about, because I have been there as well. Yeah. Dating the person on social media and then meeting them in real life, it's totally different. Mm. So I believe that you don't need to rush. Why yeah. you are rushing? I mean, why? what's the point of being rushing in a relationship? Mm. So it's better to give yourself time to make them to make you you know you both understand about each other and then let's go with the flow and make things work because obviously in few months you will get to know more about each other yeah so whenever you are rushing you're going to end up you, of course you're going to end up with a broken heart hmm. <laughs> yeah no it's true it's that's it i think i think a lot of the time we people sometimes feel like they need to be some people I think some people don't like being single they want need to be they feel like they need to be in a relationship but I think by being by you know you have to get, get to know yourself and have that good relationship with yourself to then kind of have that kind of you know good relationship with someone else because it's like if, you, if you're constantly like you said rushing don't want to be by myself don't want to be single I need to be with someone else you're probably going to just yeah, keep on you are rebounding yourself into the relationship for me yeah. like it's been one and a half year now i'm single and uh now sometimes i forget that how to date <laughs> do i need yeah. to date or not but how do i how do i need to date yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay i know what are my priorities what are my boundaries so of course now the connection won't match if somebody is here for just to hang out with me yeah yeah that's it i think you like you said you have to have those kind of priorities and those boundaries and kind of like your you know your values and know what you want to kind of have that time to think about it and learn from what you know whatever happens i think i i can definitely relate to that you know i've i've been single for like good try to think about a year probably i think yeah it must mm-hmm. be a year and and it's yeah, but I think like I've had that time to think about things and kind of kind of become more connected with myself, as you said, because if it's like after a couple of months, you're like, oh, I just want to get into another relationship. And it's like, well, no, hang on a sec. You know, I'm going to get to know myself and figure it, kind of figure it out. And I think that takes a lot, like a lot of discipline. And But it is, it's possible. And I think that's definitely more worthwhile in the long run when you kind of know what it is that you want and you're not just jumping jumping into something for you know for the hell of it yeah absolutely and you know of course sometimes you feel it when you are single for a long time or maybe a year or more than that you feel like that okay now maybe it's time to date mm. for me i wasn't keeping things in balance when i was dating a guy i was just dating him i was his all i was not focusing on my work but that's the thing as well. You know, you need to keep everything in balance. Your relationship with that person, mm. your relationship with your friends, your family, mm. and your work. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. It's that, it's that fine balance, isn't it? With, because with if everything. that person is texting you that, oh, hey, okay, on the their time preference, that let's meet. So if you are busy, tell them that you are busy. You can't mm. meet them today just... Uh, you know, with a mutual understanding, you can decide another date. 
or if you're going with your friends if that person says they don't like it you need to tell them that your place is something else of course i value you i respect you but that is my life as well you don't need to compromise on that your personal life with your friends mm-hmm. yeah I, i definitely agree and i think that's a really great point and it's that like i said that that balance and understanding accepting that person if they need to do xyz and sometimes i find that um sometimes people don't do that you know from from personal experience you know they sometimes people sometimes want their needs met and that 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 gets involved you know okay we've all got needs i understand that i get that we all got needs but it's you know respecting that other person's needs as well and you know you're not expecting a text at a certain time or you know these kind of you know the a space and boundaries because mm-hmm. it just puts on that other person and you know you feel drained and it just has like a domino effect doesn't it because it's it's not how it should work it's not like i think sometimes people go into relationships demand you know with these demands of of the other person that it's your job to kind of make me happy or you you put on them you know like you have to kind of ultimately make yourself happy first in that makes yeah, sense so like if, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you need to communicate very nicely that okay if you're busy you can text them that okay i'll get back to you later because i'm in a meeting and then i have a work because that's how the trust is going to build in relationship mm. like it's on the both side that's it and i think they have to be kind of understand where you're coming from and what you're doing as well like if you're like especially i mean i i definitely experienced this when i i used to work in hotels and restaurants and it's like people who work Monday to Friday when you say i've got a split shift or i'm working on saturday because it's not like a normal job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sometimes people are like what well, you always say you don't want to see me and it's like well no it's not it's you know it's a uh, sometimes people have to see it from your perspective and kind of trust in what you're doing and like if you're setting up your own business or you know these time constraints you know accept what you're doing and things like that and and support you in that ultimately as well absolutely i think support support is really really very you know the key in the relationship it's not about you know one person only it's about because we all are going through different struggles in our life either it's your intimate relationship either it's your friends you need to support each other because i know a lot of friends even as well they won't give you time saying that you know we we have different struggles and uh, different pain going through in our life but what if somebody doesn't share with you maybe they have struggles as well not maybe they must have going through with these all the struggles in their life so it's better to communicate and to support each other mm-hmm. yeah i think that's i think that's really key that support and that communication and and you understand where that person's at and you know trying to be in the here and now for me i've made mistakes in the past where i've probably not been so much in the moment because i've been worried about saying something and and the outcome of it so then a week later that i brought it up and then you know if something's gone on but there's no mm-hmm. good like a week or two later and i think you know we can all all do that sometimes but i i remember like it happened to me i'm like it's two weeks ago you bring it up now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. so 
yeah, I think like, yeah, trying to be more present in the moment and communicating if something's going on. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a constant process and journey, isn't it? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we will, I think that, of course, we are going to make mistakes. That's what makes us human. But then don't repeat those mistakes again and again. In my case, I was just repeating like maybe a thousand, few thousand times was yeah. repeating the mistake. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's, it. That's a really good point as well. Like, you know, being aware of the mistakes you made and correcting that by doing different things. Yeah, no, that's definitely key. And I think people can be creatures. We can be creatures of habit and we can... Yeah, but no, that's definitely the first step, isn't it? You know, being aware yeah, of if you mistakes. And so one doing. more point I would like to add while, hmm. you know, when you are in a healing process, what you need to do is... What I did was I wrote the name of all my close people and the name of my ex-boyfriend was there as well. And then I started rating them out of 10. And then I said that why I have given them these points. Mm. And what am I putting the efforts in terms of relationship and what the other person is putting. So I think if you're going to write down your feelings in your journal, and you'll, you'll be very much clear when you're going to reflect that what's wrong in a relationship, that's going to help you to move on in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, mean, I still really good. have that journal, and I was looking. <laughs> I gave my, you know, ex-boyfriend six out of ten, and I said that why six? If I, if you ask me today, I'm going to give him two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, so I need to re- refill that journal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good strategy. I mean, I think. Yeah, everyone has their own strategy, don't they? And I think that's a great way of doing it, kind of looking at, like I said, the people close to you, people that you've probably have relationships with and looking at, yeah, those kind of standards, isn't it really, for what you kind of like want in your life? Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I was just thinking, like, have you, I just asked people like about books. Have you read any books recently? any favorite books you've read or right now these days i am reading the power of now and uh, before that in terms of you talk about healing then i read about uh lewis hay she helped me in terms of healing i had lots of book about breakups but what i have just read one of the book on breakup else it was because i was not in that state of reading that yeah so i just fixed myself and some of of course the podcast some yeah. YouTube videos related to heartbreaks. So that's how I moved on. Yeah. But recently what I'm reading is about the power of now. It's it's really seems like really amazing book mm. up till now. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think it's it's yeah. good that you kind of, you know, kind of use those things to help you as well. And I think it's so key to, you know, we we live in a world now where you can find so much good kind of content on the internet and books as well to to help you through things. And I haven't read that book, but I, I, I've read a little bit, but it, it, I've heard good things about it. It's, um, mm-hmm. and I've, I think it's good because like, we need to be more present, you know, with a lot of technology and, you know, everything's moving. I really moving like the thing about that book is the author says that, of course we all have right now, you have problems in your life as well, same as me, but you right now at this point, you know, whatever the time is over there, do you have a problem? No, 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 not yeah, at all. Yeah, so that's the pres- you know, the power of now that we are either focusing on future or yeah. we are focusing on the dwelling on the past. Mm. 
Yeah, no, that's powerful, isn't it? It's powerful when yeah, you... Yeah, that's amazing. When you think of it, and I think you really... You take it, I think you f- you feel more at ease and you take in a lot more when you're in the now. You know, like, I know from when I had anxiety in the past and, you know, I was working in jobs and there's so much going on and you're thinking about the future and and all these worries and, you know, it's it's more... It's more powerful being in the now because you're you're more aware and you feel more grounded as well. So I mean, there's a lot of benefits to it, and mm-hmm. I think you know a lot of people should be reading you know books like that as well. And um, yeah, where where can people find you on social media again? And like your your yeah, website and Instagram stuff? page that's mindcoach underscore Javiria Malik, and on Facebook it's Javiria Malik. No, that's awesome, and. Um, but no, Javier, it's, it's been it's been a pleasure having you back on the podcast again, and um, I've really Thank enjoyed so the conversation. Much. It was amazing talking to you as well, and listening to your experiences too. Yeah, no, thank you. I really, Especially really appreciate. Especially you crushed your girlfriend. That's that's really amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. I appreciate that, and yeah, you know, for anyone who's listening or you know, can take something from this, I think it's 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 really nice that we can share our experiences and you know, help one another and help other people as well at the same time. And, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, no, I, I wish you continued success in what, in what you're doing. I think, I think you're doing a great job and, um, it's really nice. Thank you're wanting you so to much, help other people. Same for you as well. No, thank you, Jira. It really means a lot. And, um, I hope you have a great day and, um, week ahead. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you soon. You're welcome. See you soon. Hi, I just thought I'd uh, make this announcement that I'm looking for someone to sponsor my podcast. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, um, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also looking for, you know, people who want to advertise their content on my podcast as well also. Um, You know, we can talk more about it on a Zoom call or, you know, like a WhatsApp call or something. Um, You know, it's the kind of um, deeper side of like, you know, how much it's going to cost and this kind of thing. But I'm looking for people, you know, who have a business or a product or a website or, you know, something that they kind of want to promote. I'm happy to promote that on my podcast and I will do a pre-roll, mid-roll, end-roll. So I'll, you know, talk about what your product is and where people can find it, how much it is and, you know, deals and this kind of thing. So if you have a product or know anyone that has a product that they, you know, want to put out there and they want to gain more traction please, please, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Um, even if it's an app, you know, you have an app that people are creating, um, a website, a pod, you know, or, or another podcast, uh, please get in touch and let me know and I'll be happy to uh, look into it and promote it on my show. But uh, yeah, you know where to find me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Hi, I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. 
If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivepodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivepodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care.